Hi, this is the original Kingston Jail Michaels. Tonight, we're about to do something... Oh, shit, I can't even explain the mess we're about to get into. Grace, girl, just get back in the ring. I am absolutely thrilled that I get the privilege to bring to life another one of my favorite Kingston J.L. Michael blogs. This one was written in the summer of 2016 and is entitled The Case of the Missing Balls. Well, it's flashback Friday and I've decided to take you back to the first time you saw a pair of balls. I once dated a guy who had balls that could match the size of horses' balls. Coincidentally, it was also the first time I saw a gigantic penis. Fairly new to sex, I was both shocked and amazed that balls could be so huge. I thought, what to do with them? I mean, there's no way to avoid them. Did they come with an instruction manual? Could no one have warned me that my first time with this guy I met in college was going to seem like a night at the New York City Sex Museum? Having lost my virginity my freshman year of college, I knew that sophomore year was never going to be the same, now that I was face-to-face -face with balls. Do you remember your first encounter with them? Hmm, that brings me to the case of the missing balls. I know a beautiful young lady named Stacy, who is also a mommy of two, that recently admitted to me that in her entire sexual history, she never encountered balls. I mean, how the fuck is that possible? She says her man does have two of them. You know I had to ask because I'm fucking baffled. But she has never even had to touch them. What the fuck? Babe, we're going to have to talk because there are women out there that never have to worry about balls. I mean, sometimes I'm so tired I just tell the X Factor to just lay them next to my pillow. Giving you the G-rated version of what I really said. I definitely know I need a private balls class taught by the X Factor because they just get in the way like pickles on a cheeseburger. FYI, I can't stand pickles. I know they are for flavoring, but come on. Yuck. And I digress. Back to balls. How does a straight woman with an active sex life and children never have to deal with balls? How does one even avoid them? Seriously, how does a woman love a man I ask the same of men, and not explore his entire body. I've mentioned before that I have ADD when it comes to the area between the nutsack and butthole. Soon to be graduated to ADHD, since I hear pressing on the area gently brings pleasure, but I at least try. I don't care if your man is a preacher on the holiest of holidays. His balls are screaming for attention. I've been almost 10 months free of balls, and it does feel great to take a vacation from them. However, I'm a little annoyed that some woman out there has managed to avoid all the uncomfortable moments balls can bring in a sexual experience. While I'm working on negotiating a longer vacation from balls with the X Factor, Stacy inspired me because her concept is so bold and freeing for now. I'm going to need Stacy to tend to her man's balls. I don't care if she cooks a tuna casserole around them. She better just give them a good look and get acquainted. Your man may not know how to request it, but no way balls are content with being left alone unless a man is missing one or both. KJM flashing back to the nightmare known as the first time seeing a penis. Balls, or even worse, my first and last time feeling, but never looking at an extra tiny penis on Flashback Friday. Oh, the horror. And that was Grace. 
representing the dirty dirty with the case of the missing balls. Now, if you thought it was crazy that Stacy didn't have to deal with balls, we're about to take you to another sexual expedition. And I think I'm gonna need some help. So Linus, why don't you jump back in the ring and show me what you got? Unexpectedly backdoored. The then I had to show him the door edition. Well, I've been holding on to this one until the coast was clear. What better day to relive a fairly recent traumatic experience than Flashback Friday? Yesterday, I spoke about how dirty talk can enhance the communication in a relationship. I introduced the pros and cons of talking that nasty but respectable talk in the bedroom. It's a beautiful thing. Today's blog is headed in a far darker direction. This is the ultimate fuck no when becoming intimate with a new partner. Flashback with Elijah and I to November 2015. I had just gotten back from celebrating my brother Junior's birthday in Vegas with my family. Shout out to Harmony for making that trip amazing. Now, back to the freak show I call my life. Elijah and I had only been intimate twice and had only spent the night together once. We both worked such crazy hours and then I was in Vegas. So I thought it was time for a staycation. Typically, the X Factor and I plan these things out together. But Elijah was a different beast. Unbeknownst to me at the time, Elijah is cheap as fuck. So the only time we would ever do a staycation is if I was paying for it. But I digress. I rented a hotel in the theater district of Manhattan. I took him to night, which I later found out was set up kind of like a sex den. I chose night for its decor, not realizing what we were in for. If you ever want to try it out, you must go to the one in the theater district because the Times Square location appears to be more family-oriented. Night in the theater district has a sexy, dark decor. The Kama Sutra is kept in the table drawers, not the Bible. And the decor throughout the entire hotel? I could climax just off those photos. But I digress. When we arrived, Elijah was impressed. He had no clue where I was taking him. And I suppose he thought it would be a Super 8 since anything in Midtown Manhattan is super expensive. Especially the Low Star Hotels. The plan for us was to check in and then go have dinner. It was strangely warm that evening, the day after Thanksgiving. So I was in a leopard cat suit from American Apparel. Shout out to them. When I seduce a man, I plan out every single detail. Elijah was new territory, so I was setting the scene and also letting him know how I want to be courted. I like things exotic, different, and well thought out. I execute. And when I shoot, I never miss my mark. When I want a man, I get him. But I digress. Again, back to this freak show. Once Elijah saw the decor of night, he got excited and started foreplay. Now, I've said this before. The X Factor and I are sexual soulmates when our communication is great. He shares the power with me in the bedroom and many times will just submit to me. I fucking need that to get wet. I need to know this is my dick. I shall do with it as I please. 
Elijah, on the other hand, is also a huge control person. But shit went left when I went against my norm and allowed him to have power over me. First, he told me to close my eyes because he had a surprise for me. I decided to play along. Big fucking mistake. Earlier in the day, Elijah had told me that his cousin gave him a gift that he was going to bring to the hotel. I thought it was a bottle of wine. I was expecting to open my eyes and have my new man hand me a glass of wine. (sighs) With my eyes still closed, I felt his hand enter me. Then, oh, wait for it. I felt something else. Big. Hard. Not human. I opened my eyes to the horror. Elijah had inserted the rabbit, an infamous vibrator that is for external and internal pleasure, into my fucking vagina. And no, I wasn't turned on. Matter of fact, I started fucking yelling. My stance on vibrators when I owned one, haven't bought one since I started dating the X Factor in summer 2010, is I do not get the ones that can be inserted. I use them for stimulation of my clit only. My tight pussy is just for my man, not some toy. Now I have the fucking rabbit being rammed into me. If I could have spat in his face, I would have. I kept reminding myself that Elijah wasn't the X Factor, so he didn't know my sexual preferences and didn't fucking think to ask. So I instructed him to quickly take the rabbit out of me and never have it return. But wait, it gets better. I should have ended any sexual contact from that moment. But since we were new to each other, I proceeded to try to take control before I completely got dry. It's not over yet. Elijah and I struggled for power. And then this asshole decided to backdoor me. Is this motherfucker serious? He should have had a brick thrown in his face at this point. Let me explain my backdoor anal sex policy. Only shit comes out of there and nothing goes in. The only other man that had ever ventured to my back door besides to toss my salad was Phoenix. And he was always smart enough to work several areas at one time. So it was a pleasure meets pain feeling. But even Phoenix, I warned not to venture to my back door again. It's like frozen yogurt. I tried it and I don't like it. Now, I have some friends that love anal sex, and I don't judge. To each its own. Now, back to this hot mess of a night. When Elijah backdoored me, he was quite rough with it. To the point, I felt a pain I never had before. He quickly exited my back door when he saw me balling my fist. Soon, this sexual mess was over, and then we went to dinner. When we got back from dinner, I took a shower. As the water fell on my skin and I lathered up, I felt a burning, stinging feeling. Earlier when I went to the bathroom, I swore I was spotting blood, but I wasn't on my period. So I ignored it. Burning, stinging. No, this motherfucker hadn't ripped my asshole. I mean, this has to be in the top three worst sexual experiences. Elijah typically dates women in their 50s and always said they fuck the best. I don't think he had dated a younger woman in a decade. No disrespect to mature women, but fuck it, I'm just going to get raw with it. If their dried up pussies hadn't seen a penis in a decade or two, I'm sure they would have been cool with Elijah coming in their ears. I am not the one. I got out of the shower heated. Elijah was sleeping and I flipped the lights on and went in. 
I don't think there was a cuss word that didn't leave my mouth. When I told him he ripped my asshole, he looked mortified. I really thought about choking his ass. That's how pissed I was. So if you are wondering from yesterday's blog why Elijah got a less than stellar geriatric hand job that he had to assist me with, this is the fuck why. After that, I never let Elijah touch me again. We dated for seven months, six of which were sexless. At first, I thought I didn't want to have sex so I can develop feelings for him. I can only fall in love before having sex with a man, for I can separate sex and love. If we have sex before I catch feelings, I will never truly be in love. I will feel something, but it's like having bad gas and always thinking you are about to shit, only to sit on the toilet and realize you never had to shit. I care for Elijah dearly and have no issue with him. When he told me he loved me in January 2016, I tried to reciprocate but I believe neither of us truly loved the other one. He wanted to control me and my emotions, and I wanted to receive the love I never felt from the X factor, that openness. I wanted that. And I assumed because Elijah was almost 40, that he had to be husband material. Big fucking mistake. I believe there's a woman out there that will be happy to be surprised by the jackrabbit and find the back door to be enduring, but I am not the fucking one. I don't know why I didn't run back to the X Factor and admit I was wrong to leave him. Maybe my ego got the best of me. Maybe my pride. Maybe I was fucking insane. Yes. 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 I plead fucking insanity. When I visited Harmony in Vegas in May, we spoke about the entire night of hell with Elijah. Harmony was so upset and asked me how I viewed the situation. I definitely felt violated. But how I dealt with it is being vocal about it and not being quick to give Elijah another chance to invade my body. For whatever reason, I hid behind the, I want to develop true feelings for you, so let's wait to have sex. But that was so unlike me. Even in our worst moments, with the exception of one time, the X Factor and I don't let a month go by without having sex. No matter how crazy our schedules are, we find time for true intimacy. For me, It's not even about sex. I can go a long time without sex. I love the X Factor, and I never wanted to feel like forever before I feel his touch again. I should have known Elijah wasn't the one. It could have been a decade without his touch, and I would have been so fine. So to wrap this up, Harmony and I came up with three simple rules for men having sex with a woman. Number three, do not assume all women like a certain sexual activity. Respect a woman's body and have a conversation about anything new you would like to try in the bedroom. If your last girlfriend liked you to toss her salad and then fart in her face, please do not try that with your new girlfriend. Matter of fact, respect. You can never go wrong with enforcing that word. Number two, toys. Harmony and I agreed that the only toys we would be open to using are the ones we bring to the bedroom. Be open to a woman bringing her own props. That way, we are in control of our own sexuality, as we should be. Don't you dare insert anything in her without her fucking permission, unless you want a brick to your face. Number one, backdoored. I'm going to say it again. Not every woman likes this. Communicate and find out if yours does. It took months for the rip in my asshole to heal. Ouch. Learn from Elijah's mistakes. 
This is the Lioness reading for KJM on Flashback Friday, saying, I've no issue with Elijah. I think he's going to be a good partner for some woman. Not me, though. Best wishes to him. And that was Lioness with unexpectedly backdoored. So I know you're wondering where are we going with this? Grace is telling us about balls. Lioness is telling us about the rip in my asshole. By the way, that shit feels like it just healed last week. The point of it all is, a sexual experience between two consenting adults should be a wonderful thing. In the case of the missing balls, Stacy has a man who's patient with her. He's not saying, play with my balls, you gotta touch my balls, you gotta suck my balls. He's literally saying, girl, when you get to those balls, I'll be happy. But Stacy, can you try to get to those balls before the end of 2016? But in the case of unexpectedly backdoored, Elijah initially had consent, consent for us to have sex, but he exceeded his consent when he decided to use the rabbit on me and to backdoor me without actually asking my permission. Now, whether you're a wife, a girlfriend, or even just a jump off, at any point you can say to someone that they have exceeded their consent. So we can be in the middle of a sexual experience and you can do something that I'm not comfortable with. And I'm entitled to say that we have to stop and you need to stop. That's something men need to understand. So while we're discussing the importance of no meaning no and having consent for sexual interactions, it's also important to remember that even your wife can say in the middle of a sexual experience that this she's had enough. And I think Elijah, exceeded his consent, but he stopped. And Harmony felt like Elijah violated me and she felt like it was a form of rape. And in a way, the only reason why I stopped short of saying that it was rape is because he stopped. He stopped both things. But I was still, I still felt violated. I still felt hurt. I still didn't understand why he didn't communicate certain things with me. I thought he was bringing wine to the hotel. Never did I think I'd have a rabbit shoved inside of me. And to this day, when I see him, I just don't get it. But something deep inside of me said, I can no longer trust him with my body. And yeah, it was silly. We got into it kind of quick. But the six months after that, it was simply dates and conversations. It was literally no sexual contact. And that can happen. That's the thing that men need to realize. You need to understand that if you exceed your consent, you've now stepped into the zone of rape. And you also need to understand that even if you stop, that woman will still feel like you took something from her. And that can greatly affect your relationship. So here at Kingston Expressions, we're laughing about balls and backdooring and jackrabbits and dry vaginas and all that good stuff. But we don't want you to just walk away from this episode thinking that everything is a joke. Rape is not a joke. So ladies and gentlemen, please be clear. Be clear that consent is given. Be clear that it has not been exceeded. And please, by all means, communicate with your partners. This is the original Kingston Jail Michaels saying, ouch, that rip sure did hurt. But we about to take it to a whole nother level, so please stick with us and thank you so much for your support. Big ups to Grace and Lioness. I couldn't have done this without you. Da Vinci Production.